For whatever reason, you are listening to the M4 Project. It's a short podcast about movies the wider public haven't seen. Maybe it was too low budget, too terrible, or just flew under the radar. Either way, we watched it. Enjoy. This is the M4 Project. I'm Morgan Davidson. I'm Michael Sullivan. And I'm Matt Jelinek. And today we'll be talking about a film that was my choice. It is uh, based on the life of a real-life con artist, the multiple prison escapee, Stephen J. Russell. It's called I Love You, Philip Morris. And it is about Stephen who becomes infatuated with a man called Philip Morris that he meets in prison. It is so close to real life, it is not funny. It is probably the film. When people say that life is stranger than fiction... This is it. Yes, yeah, this is it. You you will watch this thing and go. That didn't. That didn't happen. And then you do some Wikipedia and some research. And you, and you go. Oh, that that, that happened. Didn't. Holy shit! And it's also a love story at it the is, same time. It is a deep and it, it's a good little film. I actually really enjoyed it. It's a lovely little roller coaster of emotions. Guy falls in love, goes to prison. Let, let's let's breaks out. let's good. Yep. everything's there. Let's take a, a step back. The film the film begins. With uh, Jim Carrey, he's he's playing Steve Russell, uh, and it, he's a cop in a little town, and everything is fine. He has a wife, he's got a kid, and you just think, oh, okay, well, how's this going to go wrong for him? Because it's just lovely and picturesque, and things start to go downhill. It turns out he became a cop to find out who his real mother was. Upon being rejected by her after finding her, things get just, strange. He just has an epiphany. He's like, no. Live life my way, and do what I want. And also, I'm actually super gay. Yep. Yeah. 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 And that scene that reveals that is whoa. Yeah. I found that scene quite hilarious, actually. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. It was very funny. Was very well done. Um, anyway, characters, actors, and performances. Obviously, you've got um, oh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey playing Stephen J. Russell. Who um, can be hit and miss. He can be hit and miss. Um, he can sometimes end up being a mix between Ace Ventura and the Grinch in some of his films. Yeah. But this he worked well in. I actually quite liked his performance. As a character. He was As a good character. He had a lot to work with. He had a lot of yeah. Jim Carrey to work with. He's the master of funny for me. I love Jim Carrey's funny yep. movies. Yep. And, but he just proved in this that he can do a little bit serious as well. A few mm. serious scenes that he did, you're like... Yeah, that's why you are an underrated actor. Yeah, you are. He definitely is because he was sort of typecast as a slapstick, over the top comedy type deal, and he did the drama in this really well. Yeah, he he actually does have decent range. Like in another film he was in that I really enjoyed, uh, Number Twenty Three, he proved his chops in that as well. I just don't know whether it's a case of he doesn't get offered these roles often, or he doesn't go looking for. I wish he would look for them. Yeah. Jim Carrey, though, it, as the actual actor in it, he was solid in it. And the character, what can you say about him? He's an extroverted gay man. Yep. He's a gay con man. Yep. He's both the hero and the villain yep. of the movie. Yeah, yeah. A great character to watch. Mm-hmm. I loved all of his romps. They yep. were all exciting. They were all great. It, it was a solid like There was even uh, a bit of... I feel like it would have been ad-lib, which is the scene with the welcome mat. When I watched it, I felt like that was Jim Carrey on set, just going got an idea for something funny that we can do here and then they just ran with it and it worked really well and I thought it was actually yeah the, the, the scene where our humble friend Steve has tracked down his birth mother after having found out that he was adopted as a child things start well he's a little bit nervous and then it falls downhill he's essentially screaming at her why why'd you abandon me and she's okay. trying to shut the door on him and he decides as he's leaving to steal her welcome mat because it's a lie. Oh, yeah. And he was the middle child. Yeah. You yeah. had a child that <laughs> checked me out. I, like, I, I, I feel like all of that would have been that. I felt, felt ad lipped. Like, when yeah. he, even when he, like, hit the screen and it broke, he was like, I'm sorry, I broke it. Screw you, screw you. Screw you. Grabs the mat and runs off. I found with Jim Carrey in this, every time he tried to be funny, he was funny. Yeah. Mm. 
I mean, and the guy is good at being funny. Yes. But every time, there was nothing that didn't, that fell fun yeah. on his face. Other than Stephen, we have Philip Morris, who is Philip the Morris. Title character. Yes. Ewan McGregor. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Plays a convincing gay man. He, he did. And due to a scene on the boat, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a spitter. He's a spitter. He's a spitter. Oh, he spits over the side. He yeah. made that seem more salty. Oh. He did. He did. Um, he's a love interest in the film, and he's the, the quieter character of the film. Mm-hmm. I thought Ewan McGregor's quieter demeanour worked very well and complimented Contrast. Jim Carrey's over-the-top, full-blown camp gay man. Mm-hmm. It was a perfect fall for me as more of an introverted... Like, looking into the real-life side of it as well, that they were trying to portray, you know, he is more of the innocent character, and he also got that sort of across as yeah. well as the guy who was sort of on this ride with Stephen Russell. Mike, is there any other character that you were particularly fond of? I mean, I really enjoyed Cleavon, <laughs> the, the man in the jail who uh, his word is his, I believe the term is a motherfucking bond. bond. Purely there is just a vehicle for some funny laughs and just, he was one of a, my favourite quotes. Yeah. My word, my bond yeah. and that you got a tracking number, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not DHL! <laughs> He's such a good character. Everything he did, everything in there was just gold. The other one would have been Debbie, the wife. Honestly, felt very real in that even though it jumped a large portion of his life, it kind of went from admitting I'm gay to I'm now in a gay relationship in another part of the country. But she still loved him enough to keep in contact. You could definitely feel when Debbie was in there that they did have a strong relationship and they still do care for each other a lot. They do. And it didn't feel like it was just spiteful and nasty. It felt felt real to me. So I thought she was a a good supporting character there as well. Other than that, though, perform- all the performances were good. Oh, yeah, there was only really the two main characters and a couple of supporters, yeah, but everyone's yeah. character in there was quite yeah. Quite there, there was no no performances. That no one that you looked at and going, they were clearly a director's friend or something. Yeah, yeah no, no one, no one like that. Okay, moving on to looks and tone. Mm-hmm. What do we think in that respect? If we can extend that to music, I feel like yeah. the music here did really well. They yep. used it. There was that one piece of music that they used multiple times throughout it when it was kind of like he'd done something triumphant. And yeah. I actually remember at one point where they used that as a punchline for a joke. It yeah. was very clever and very funny as well. Um, there were scenes in there where the music worked really well with it. So I'd say that was probably one of the standout things for me as far as, uh, I guess, tone. Uh, Matt? Uh, wonderfully shot. It utilised colouring yes. uh, in in a really interesting way to sort of set scenes about not only where they are in terms of physical locations, but also where they are in the story and where they are in their relationships. Yeah, yeah. Like there's these bright yellows in those happy moments yeah. of the uniforms yes. and of the walls. And then when things go wrong, it shifts and he yeah. gets sent to a different part of the, the prison where it's grey and dull. And I had that exact same yeah. thing. It was it looked uh, it looked like bright, sparkling, yeah. glossy. When everything was going yeah. well, whether it was out of jail or when he was actually in with yeah. Philip. It was all bright, sparkly and glossy. And then as soon as things went to crap, when he was in hospital or in the hospice and that sort of thing, everything went to more greens, greys and all yeah. that. I think that yeah. was dark. Clinical. The, really. con- the contrast between the shot of him laying in the bed when he's really ill and when he just first says that oh, I'm gay and I'm out and he's walking his dogs. And it's yeah, bright. Yeah. bright. Yeah. And yeah. And that's throughout the film. There's this uh, recurring motif of the sun bright and flamboyant. Mm. Yeah. And it cuts to that every now and then or it'll fade over with clouds and I'm thinking that those colours were deliberate to sort of 
continue that motif. And that's a bit of a credit, I suppose, on the directors. Um, they did a yep. really good job of it. Yep. Uh, the directors, John Requa and Glenn Thakara. Yep. Great job of the movie. Great job. And great work of the um, uh, the DP's director of photography and the colorists as well. Yeah, they did a great job as well of, of that contrast with having, let's face it, it's a Jim Carrey movie, that contrast between funny and serious. Because mm. the serious scenes, not just credit to Jim Carrey, he did a great job, but the actual directors getting those scenes right when there were the more feels, it was done really well. Yeah, brilliantly executed. Other than looks and tone, is there anything really else to mention on that? The, the sets were good. The, like, not that there were many sets, but the, yeah. the the way it looked, the way they set out the jail, yeah. the way they did the lifestyle of a flamboyant gay man looked yeah. looked good to me. Yeah, yeah all, all the shop structures and everything were, were solid. Really good little film. How was it overall, guys? Now on my list, it's one of my favourite films. That's I good. Really, I'm glad. really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. it I'm naturally quite a nervous person, and so when there's anxious scenes in films, I really, really feel that. And there's moments where he's trying to pull off a con and it's nothing being said. The, the shots are just changing between yeah. him and the person and him and the person. And I have to pause at one point when he's in the, um, the court speaking yep. to the judge and it's just a silent 30 seconds. <laughs> and that, done so well. And done so yeah, well. I'm sitting there going, oh God, oh, all right, I'll hit play. Because it's based on a true story. Holy crap, this guy has got some sort of leprechaun penis stuck in his ear or something because yeah. he's a lucky motherfucker. Okay. The yeah. things yeah. that people and just balls of steel hand as well. to him. Yes. And go, yeah. yeah. And I think it speaks to the whole nature of if you're confident, just walk the walk and people will believe you. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, I thought it was great. What about you, Morgan? I picked it because it was one of my favourite movies. It's one of those movies that you can just go to every time and you're going to have a laugh. You're going to enjoy it. Like I said, I'm on the ride with Stephen. Everything he does is just, I find it hilarious. His tour to the fresh fish was just done so well. And especially the ending to that. The lawyer joke that goes on like Chinese whispers, the insulin. All the escapes, they're so brazen and brilliant. And they're based on real life. Yeah. It's just you're like, I can't believe you did this. It's just like the, the actions he took were so basic. Like, and like I said, when you look at the, the real life of mm. Stephen Russell, you, you are thinking, Hollywood has blown this mm. out of proportions, especially with his last escape attempt. Oh my and you're going, God. there's no way this is real. Okay, that, okay. we'll uh, go into we'll, that. We'll go into that after the spoiler section, but yeah, I've got some feelings about that. Uh, cut you off there. Yeah, go for Mikey. it. I wasn't expecting it to be funny. I knew it was going to be Jim Carrey in it, so I thought there had to be comedy in it. I wasn't expecting to laugh as much as I did. Um, there was a lot of really funny things, even the things that I wasn't expecting to be funny. Like, was one time laughing really hard at them drinking milk. I thought that was such an odd, bizarre thing. Just, yeah, they're knocking back the milk yeah. when they're looking over. They're just looking the, over, the looking case. over a file, and they finish a sentence, and they both just pick up these huge glasses of milk and just start chugging it down. It's so out of place, it has made me laugh so. Oh hard. yeah, it, it just that sort of set the tone as him being this all-American good boy. It, it he drinks his milk. He's a cop. Good strong bones. And then it's oh yeah, milk. I abused my position to try and find my birth mother. Uh-oh. And then we're on a slippery slope and a heck of a fucking ride. <laughs> I'd say uh, just the sheer range of different types of comedy they used mm. throughout the film was really nice. It's Jim Carrey, so physical comedy just comes into it. A bit slapstick, just visual jokes as well. And even to the one, as I said earlier, how they used music as the punchline yeah. of the joke. Caught Me Off Guard and it was very funny. Like it was, yeah. it, it, I sat there and thought, they're smart. They're yeah. clever. That was very funny and very well done. So overall, I really enjoyed it. Is yeah. there anything you really didn't like? The only thing that... Because I sat there. I've, I've got... You can see my little list here. It's got things that I want to bring up that are good over yep. here. And then things over here that are bad. And the only thing that I could really come up with is I wish they fleshed out a little bit more of the outlandish things that he did and how... like. 
it seems crazy that he just walked up and said, I'm a lawyer, and everyone just believed him. And I kind of thought, would they just straight believe him? Does he have to prove that he's a lawyer? Does it, can you just suit up and walk into a courtroom and everyone just assumes you're a lawyer? Well, after we get in the spoiler section about his last escape attempt, I think anything's possible. He was a man who had gargantuan balls. Yeah. They must have affected the way the man walked. Matty, yeah. you? Anything you didn't like? I can't think of any, yeah. any scenes or anything that were like, oh, I wish they'd done that differently. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing I can think of. Mine was pretty much at a stretch, and that was when I was trying to find something. So. I, it was my movie, so I wouldn't have picked yeah. it. It was the thing, yeah. things I really didn't like in it. The only scene that sort of was a bit of a, oh, I, it was done okay, but it could have been done a little bit better, was when his uh, ex-boyfriend is dying. It, just, yeah. it, it was done okay. 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 Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, yeah. and that's me stretching. To yeah, find something yeah, that, I, that I think might have been done better. Um, obviously, I already recommended it. Mm-hmm. You guys. I would say give it a watch. Yeah. Uh, be prepared to be jarred in certain scenes with how quickly things become open and honest with how, how and who he is. Be ready to laugh and be surprised and have a phone ready because you're going to go, that didn't happen. That's Hollywood, as Morgan said. Yeah. It ain't. Yeah. It happened. A good deal of this actually happened. So there's no real nudity in it at all, but we're probably MA15 plus. Yeah. 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 Language. Yeah. There's a few scenes in there that are a bit... Yeah. Graphic while not being graphic as yeah. well. Like it's... Yeah. It's all Showing without telling. Awkward telling to watch without with your parents, it's, it's I'd all, imagine, as well. Yeah. All above yeah. the waist, but yeah, you still get pretty solid good feel of what's, what's going on. Yeah. Uh, grunty. Grunty. <laughs> All right, and with that, let's move now into spoiler territory slash general discussion. Uh, if you don't want to hear how some of his escapades end, and I recommend that you don't because how it's they better. get pulled off, it's better. Just le- have the mystery. Leave now for just a moment or pause us. Uh, go watch your film and come back in and just if you a minute. Just can't wait. Just listen because we'll try and do it justice, but believe us, it's better. It's just, oh, just, just, just so, watch. so watch. much better. All right, we'll be back with you in a minute. And welcome back. All right, spoiler readers. First and foremost, uh, I don't want to go to the ending straight away. What, Mikey, was your favourite con? Favourite con? Jeez, uh, probably a bit on the spot here. Well, that's the point. Jeez, Welcome to the spot moment. He's um, in melanoma. You can yeah, come, back. You come back and we'll yeah. be like, you just spoke. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, if you guys want to continue in the movie, right, Morgan, in. what uh, was your favourite? The call? lawyer. The lawyer. Which one? No, the one where he's sitting there in the chambers. I want to see you in your chambers. This is probably your favourite scene as well, but it's my favorite, one of my favourite scenes. It's a great little scene because he's starting to find that perhaps he's not as good as con as he thought he was, and maybe he should have done some more research. Basically, a court case he agreed to to handle as the fake lawyer that he is starts to go wrong and, and he demands he's out of ideas he's back to a corner he decides on a gambit of I demand to be seen in your chambers and off they go to the judge's chambers the other prosecutor says well there's no Have he's got no case yeah. he's got nothing and uh, Jim Carrey's character Steve gives the speech of I'm just a small country lawyer but she's getting ripped off ensues 30 seconds of silence and the judge then says what are you where are you going with this yeah. he is, you know where, where I'm going yeah Another 30 seconds, and he's just waiting for the judge to give him something he can work with. He said, you don't mean... Hi, Matt from the future here. We ended up cracking more beers, and that kind of destroyed the audio. Get ready with your mouth, Matt. Yeah. Clear the froth. But thankfully, I repeated what Morgan said later. So, day saved? 
Just remember, we're up to the scene where the judge says, do you mean... Mal versus Taylor. <laughs> and then the prosecutor goes, ah, shit. And it cuts. Steve's won the case. <laughs> and he's declaring himself the fucking best. <laughs> and he's done it so well. And that's him being the in-your-face, yes, yes, fist-pumping Jim Carrey that you know and love. And this little old lady who he helped is trying to keep up with his enthusiasm. And trying to figure out why he's so excited about it, the fact that yeah. he's won if he's such a good lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Great fucking scene. My favourite con. I really just liked the uh, the montage of him getting out, getting caught, getting out, getting caught, getting out, getting caught. Uh, there's a point where he's trying to get back to Philip, uh, having at long last been chucked back into prison uh, whilst Philip's on the outside. And it just goes through this quick little montage of these batshit crazy ideas to get out, and they work. And he celebrates, and then the next scene is him being put, you know, head down into a cab. Constantly complaining about his shoes. Can, can you just grab my shoes? Grab my shoes. Like, I thought that was great. Yeah. Mikey, favorite uh, con. So I thought my favorite con would be the how he got into the CFO role. Now that's favorite role purely just because of the grandeur of it. Like that's not a yeah, simple thing not, to pull off. You don't just cool. walk in and become a CFO of a large company. The balls of steel is going lightly there. So he has to fake up a resume. He has to fake up the, all the references. He has to really talk the talk in the pro, in the thing. Yeah. He has in the interview, and then he has to show up and seem like he knows what he's talking about. And when he pulls off the, the meeting in the boardroom, where it's just just a graph. It's like, this is this, this is projected but this is the real one and it's a yeah. red graph that has bigger bars yeah, than the other and ones. everyone just clapping it was like, like oh, yes look what he's doing with this stuff it just was insane to me and it was uh probably one of my favorite jokes in the in the movie and it was it was the one where he's just like he first gets into his corner office big beautiful windows uh you can see the blue sky and the clouds which is sort of like the thing that it keeps returning to with the music he's trying oh, to like i've made it i have gotten here and then he slowly spins his chair around and sees the mountains of paperwork and the music cuts just as he does that realisation. And that felt very funny. Yeah, that was my favourite one, I think, how he pulled that one off. All right, let's skip ahead through the cons to where I thought the movie was going to end. Steve, I'm sorry to tell you this. You have AIDS. And thus, we return to the start of the film. Uh, the film had it opened with him lying in a bed saying, and, you know, I'm, this is why I'm here dying. And he tells the story. And eventually, they make up and Philip tells him he loves him still. Tells him if you want to go, you can go. And thus, he Steve turns his head, stops blinking. A tear rolls down his cheek. And I expect to see the words, the end. Wrong! <laughs> Philip is told. Your lawyer's here to see you. Literally just after finding out that the love of his life has died of AIDS. Philip enters the room to see Steve. Once again wearing his lawyer outfit. Holy crap, he conned his way out of prison by... Faking motherfucking AIDS, and yes, this actually dying of AIDS. AIDS. Dying, yeah, of AIDS. dying of AIDS. And the punch, the punch to all that entire story is what they they tell you at the end. Not at one stage did anyone give him an AIDS test. No one tested him for AIDS. He was yep. a lot of set of hands from multiple medical facilities. Not one of them tested him for AIDS for that whole thing. Which I find really, because as he's pulling away in that taxi and he's giving a bit of voice over having explained what was happening and how he did it, he says, God bless Texas. Because <laughs> they just went, no, he's got AIDS, fuck that. Yeah, done well. Then it goes on to continue the, the rest of the romp mm. and how he ends up being back in jail again now for life. Reading into Wikipedia and all those sort of things, people have said though, but knowing Stephen, although he's locked away for 23 hours a day with one hour of free time, he is plotting. Yeah. If he can do it, he'll do it. There's nothing the guy can't, can't do, do, apparently. But yeah, a tremendously fun little film. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Thus ends the podcast. 
Anything else to say, Mikey? Uh, no, that pretty much wraps it up nicely. Uh, movie for next week. It is my pick, Michael's pick. Um, in this one, I have gone with a movie called Paranoia from 2013, starring Gary Oldman, <laughs> Harrison Ford, Ooh. Richard Dreyfuss, and Liam Hensworth. Uh, I'll give you a quick rundown of what yeah, it is. Yeah, give us a rundown. So it is an entry-level employee at a powerful corporation finds himself occupying a corner office, but at a dangerous price. He must spy on his boss's old mentor to secure a multi-billion dollar advantage. This is a drama thriller. Drama thriller. So that is my choice. 